Oh, I hope you're ready for lots and lots of fun because it is time, of course, for All About Relationships uh, where we have our Invert Those Commas. Are you ready right now? Wayne Brown, the man with his life on track, he comes in every single week to give us this amazing wisdom that sets us on the straight and narrow for our relationships and gives us the tools uh, in the old toolbox to deal with, you know, how to make these these amazing interactions between people even better, whether it be your romantic relationships, whether it be your social ones with your friends, your family, whatever. Now, I played that song for a reason, because this is going to be a lot of fun, because somehow I'm going to have to muddle my way through a bit of a talk show here with just the one person. Now, I've done this before, uh, and only for a few minutes, trust me, okay, trust me, feel safe, very, very comfy indeed, Wayne will be here in a tick, but yes, I just got the dreaded phone call just a few moments ago saying he is stuck in traffic and on his way, but... This is live, and I just heard the door, so there's some excitement. Little light flickers and tells us everything's good. So he's going to run in in just a moment. I'm going to expect sweat on the brow. I'm going to this amazing athlete of a man who will make his way in and will even turn his mic on as he hits the seat. Wayne Brown, your life is on track, but you say what your traffic knowledge is terrible. You're late. What's going on? Come on. Clearly, Suri's giving you the, the bum rush. That's what you call living on the edge. <laughs> oh, you've been sitting on that for weeks, haven't you, mate? You I really... have. Oh, well, we should have cut straight to a song for that one. We should have. <laughs> hey, great to uh, see you. And I see uh, that uh, your lovely wife is with you as well. Yes. She is. Yes. So now, Chinny. I should mic you up, really, shouldn't I? Just bring you... No. Okay, there was, there was a very distinct shake of the head there. <laughs> you notice she paused to oh. think about that one? Yeah, no, right. there was no pause whatsoever. <laughs> oh, mate. Well, look, the secret to a great relationship is to know when to hold them, know when to fold them. That's it. And, uh, she she, she folded in no oh, time. She knows when to run away. <laughs> so... <laughs> mate, great to have you here. I'm ready to jump in the show. Uh, I've... Um, this show is going to be fun, I reckon. It always is. I played the song before, never had so much fun, and I did it for a reason because always you come in here, we have a great show, and, and had a lot of smiles. So it you've is. had you've had a haircut. You're looking sharp. Thank you very much. Oh, I noticed like, aerodynamic. That's like right. Yourself. Yes, yes. Four twenty six B is slightly out that's of place, it. but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. Now, without going on anymore, what's on the show? Where? Let's go into your great knowledge and your little pad of notes. Well, I was going to pull out my notes, or note, <laughs> note. or whatever you want to call it, <laughs> Yes. and I thought, no, you know what, let's mm. wing it again. Okay, I love a good wing. All yeah, right. Sure. And I was thinking on the way here, mm. what can we talk about? And okay. then I thought, you know, you have these chat shows where they're like, oh, yeah, the five things that you need <sighs> to do, blah, blah, blah. I thought, what are the things you need to do to mm. have a perfect relationship. Okay, hang on, that's an oxymoron right there. Exactly, okay, exactly. Come on, there's no such thing. Well, I was going to say, the first thing you do is throw out that concept <laughs> of a perfect relationship. But so many people chase it, and they, they really do. think it's... I, I mean, look, hey, 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 I've seen Instagram, apparently it's real, okay? <clears throat> all these people are having these perfect relationships. I see it all the time. I know, I know. <laughs> I shake my head at a lot of them. It's just like, I know where you're coming from. Mm. It's not good, because no. there are a, a lot of people who do believe that that's how their life is, and yeah. it's just rubbish. Well, it is just rubbish, exactly that. All right, well, with that subject matter, let's dive in, mate. Let's, All right. let's do it. Yeah, before we get into it, Chenny and I, we often joke about, you know, if ever they did a reality show of our relationship, yeah. it'd be pretty bloody boring. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there's very little arguing and all oh, that sort of rubbish. So. It's really no maths, is it? No. No. no not no, at all. No. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, that's a bit like, um, I think it's it would end up 
and um, I'm going to really test the memory of a lot of people here. Do you remember the first season of Big Brother? Okay, when they got oh, down geez. to no, when they got down to just a few people. I watched then, a couple of episodes and just went, "Yeah, this is <laughs> bollocks." Well, that was 2001. So it's a long time ago, and I remember they got back to down to like three or four, and there's just nothing going on, right? And I <laughs> tend to think that, riveting. Uh, this could be the Brown household. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like that. Now, I actually heard a comedian no once. He said how they should do Big Brother mm-hmm. is, you know, when they vote people off. Yep. All right. As they exit the house, mm-hmm. there's nothing but silence. No crowds or anything screaming, anything. Right. and then you just hear a single gunshot, and they drop a body <laughs> from the helicopter. And he said that show then would be very interesting. That'd rate. That'd be good. It'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, without any sort of uh, any murder or genocide, let's get into the show about Excellent. relationships. Okay. So, even though I joked about that at the start about throwing out that concept mm. of a perfect relationship, yep, it's absolutely true. Okay. Because it does set this bar that a lot of people believe exists mm-hmm. and it's a load of bollocks okay. all right and the one thing i also say to people is what works for me mm-hmm. may not necessarily work for everyone of course all we're right? all different so what i tend to do is try and teach a few different things and see what things fit people best and then we yep. can sort of personalize it of course but there are things that would c- contribute to a relationship that would be classed as what I call a high-quality relationship sure. rather than a perfect one. Okay. Because then it becomes more fitted to who you are and everything like that. So I was actually talking to someone this about the other day. They asked me what I do, and I had to explain my journey of how I came to be doing what I was doing. And I was explaining to her that I asked her, first of all, do you understand what reverse engineering is? She goes, I think mm. so. And I said, well, it's where you get the end result of something. Sure. And then you work back step by step till you get to where you are now. Yep. So the, then you work out like a roadmap of how to get to hey, where you want to get. Hey, China built an economy <clears throat> on that. Come on. Damn straight. Yeah. Still doing it. <laughs> and so I looked at what was classed as a successful relationship. What, okay. the, what were the things that have been proven to contribute to a relationship that's mm-hmm. high quality, uh, where there's lots of intimacy and connection and things like that? And then I worked backwards from there. Now, the other week we were talking about how older couples are asked, you know, how do you have a successful relationship and you marry your best friend? And they're only remembering the last sort of 10 or 20 years (laughs) when they've gotten past all the crap. Yep. So I excluded that bit Mm. because once you hit that cruisy section, it's relatively easy. It's a slide home. Yeah. Mm. If If you put the effort in, Mm-hmm. You'll have that high quality and then it just coasts along wonderfully. So then it's how do I get through all the challenges in mm-hmm. the early stages of a relationship? Yep. Like when you're finding out who does what role and all of this sort of thing and where parenting sits in it and your jobs and your careers and houses and all that rubbish. Okay. You work out you know, who does what and all how of that sort of yeah. thing. And then I said to her that I looked at me mm-hmm. and then I looked at what sort of partner would I need so that I could have a relationship where I become the best version of me? This is a really different way of looking at it, and I, I like it. Um, you know, I wish I'd learnt this many years ago. I don't think this method existed, the one that I've come up with. I, oh. haven't, I haven't found anyone that teaches this yet. Oh, well, you're a <laughs> trailblazer, my friend. Come I like on. to think so. <laughs> so anyway, hmm. I did that, and that's hard because I was actually talking to a lady last night hmm. where... She was saying she's had two long-term relationships and she realised that the first 
partner she had yep. was just like her dad. Oh. Very Freudian. Mm. And then she realised her second partner was just like her mum. And it's oh. like, oh, there we go. Oh. There's someone who's working Jeez. on her stuff. More issues than <laughs> Woman's Weekly right there. But okay. That's yeah. it. So it's that sort of thing where you've got to have a partner who puts you in a position where you face your your baggage, your crap, sure. you know, yeah. your issues, whatever you want to call them. So that you can make it, allow yourself to become whole and complete, and then you become that better version yep. of you. And then the hardest bit: how to find them. Oh, yellow pages. That's that's <laughs> it. That's it. Was it um, Uber or something? There. Uh, almost, surely. almost everything. Yeah, surely they can deliver that too. Well, Sadly, I think they can, but just it's on an hourly rate. It's a whole different thing. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's very messy. So, <laughs> it was a case of where would that sort of person hang out. Mm. Yep. How would I work out if she fits into that criterion that I've set? Sure. And then it was a case of me just going out. And the first thing I had to do was get used to talking to women because they terrified me. <laughs> I couldn't talk to them, sounded mm. like an idiot. So I had to get past all of that. Yep. And once I got past that, it was a blast. And that was a big thing for you, mate. And oh, God, I, yes. And I think for so many people out there, it, it is. You know, it seems to be a big roadblock. I, I mean, I've you know, got a very different personality, I guess, and, and um, to most. And so that was never an issue for me, right? Yeah. But, and, and I don't mean that like... So when I hear people saying, oh, I had trouble talking to the opposite sex, I find that strange. Like, okay, because it's unnatural to me. Mm. Right? Mm. But then you got to, okay, hang on, step out and look back at your own life and go, hang on, there's things that I'm uncomfortable doing, right? So it's just it's just the same. Yeah. Um, and when you're trying to find a life partner, this is an important thing. You need to be able to, hey, start a conversation. Right? Exactly. And I talk to a lot of blokes that are terrified to walk up to wing, women because of that fear of rejection and mm -hmm. all of that sort yep. of stuff. And I have female clients that I say, yeah, and when you walk up to the bloke and they go, oh, no, 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 I don't walk up to blokes. They walk up to me. Yeah. And it's like, okay. And uh, then okay, ladies, just so you know, right, from this red-blooded bloke right here, yep. when you come up to me, so hot, so hot, love it. Do you want to know why? Oh, why? Because I've thought about this. Okay. Because obviously I've got to explain to my female clients why they should do it. Mm. And I do actively encourage them so there's two ways that women can approach and the reason they should approach a bloke mm -hmm. is first of all saves them time yes good point okay because I a like lot that. of blokes will be sitting there and having the old dutch courage mm -hmm. and as we do we think oh well one's worked well two's getting better three i've had six yeah. now i'm ready and it's like no now you're a drunken idiot that's right so the women that sit there and wait for the blokes to approach generally only get approached by the blokes that are drunk. Yeah. All right? Yeah. And the bloke that they've had their eye on, mm -hmm. he's still too terrified. He leaves <laughs> and they've wasted all that time waiting for him to come up. So I always encourage women to go up and approach. That's so it saves idea. them time. Like that. First of all, and secondly, when the woman approaches, mm -hmm. she takes that risk of rejection off the guy. Yeah, okay. Yep, All right. Yep. Totally now, agree. women straight away say, "Well, what about if I get rejected?" And go, <laughs> no, nah. no bloke will ever reject a woman, oh. no matter what she looks like or nah. anything. You could have a third eye coming out of your forehead, right? Damn right? straight. A guy's gonna go, yeah. You yeah. know what? Yeah, I'd like to see her again. Boom, boom. Exactly, right. because it gives us an ego boost. Of course it does. She walked up to yep. me. Yeah. Hey. Oh, check it out, fellas. So we feel better about ourselves. Okay. All right? And also, when the women approach, it puts them in control because mm -hmm. they've approached, they initiate the conversation, they'll be leading it. Yep. So for women approaching blokes, mm. absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Cool. So that's the hard approach. Um, and that was 
one of the things that stopped me was that fear of rejection. But I, okay, again, <clears throat> okay, why the fear of rejection? Because okay, ultimately there's there's slightly more women in the world than there are men. Okay, so right now, well, definitely now, yeah, well, definitely, yeah. <laughs> a lot of them are grabbing their chests and falling over lately. But that's a whole different story. But okay, you've got this going on where, okay, statistically, you've got a better chance, right? Mm. Okay, and no one catches fire and just drops to the ground because so a girl says no. So I don't understand. I really don't understand. And you, it. And you won't. Because as you said, there's a small number of men like yourself that have yeah. no problem walking up. Yeah, okay. All right? Most blokes, we tend to take it personally. Yeah, yeah. And it's stupid because now I look back on it and it's just like, it's a silly way of thinking. Oh. However, having been there, mm. I understand how it feels. Yeah. Do you know, there's a really good word, right? For if you approach a woman and she says something rude to you or whatever, whatever you know, and she's she's gives you the cold shot, right? There's a really good word. You know what it is? Next! <laughs> That's it. That's it. Problem solved. Again, that's from the, the mind of a bloke who doesn't have that problem. Yeah, okay. 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 So, and it takes time to get past that and not take it personally. Sure. All right. So, for um, we're really getting off tangent here. We do that. So, really? I've no, never noticed. noticed. <laughs> so, this is what I have to say to people. When you mm. get rejected, mm -hmm. okay, first of all, they can't reject you because they don't know you. Sure. And this is only what I've learned and realised. Mm -hmm. Also, you don't know. They might have had a shitty day. Yep. You know, they might have lost a parent. Could be anything that happened. And they're not up to talking to someone. So, of course, they say, no, nah, not now. And yep. then we take it personally and we make a big thing out of it. And that's because we are ego-driven creatures. Of course. So, anyway. So, that's what I did. I created all of that. So, to have a relationship that works mm. for you, you first of all need to work out who you need as a partner. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. So you've heard me mention my dating template a number of times. Absolutely. So it's sitting down with that, and the fun part mm -hmm. is the what you want in a partner. Okay. That's that's the easy part, right? It's mm -hmm. the fun part. You know, I want them to be so high this age, blah blah blah. I want them to like lawn bowls and Warhammer figurines, or you know, whatever it is. Nerd. <laughs> God. So it's working. That's the fun yeah. bit. Yeah. The hard bit is what you need in a partner mm. because what you need in a partner are the things that are going to confront you yeah. and give you that opportunity to become that better version of you. Yep. So one of the things I needed in a partner was a woman that was strong enough to expect a man in his masculine. Yes. Because that was where I was struggling. Gotcha. And then when I met my wife, mm. that's exactly what she did. She was like, no, 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 I want to want you to grow a pair. Yeah, okay. And I was like, okay, cool, I can cool. do that. So, bang, grow <laughs> a pair. You can, and look like, you can look at it. I'm a bit concerned, though. So you had to ask permission to grow a pair? No, 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 no. Oh. She had to confront me I'm with joking, it. I'm joking, mate. I'm I know, I know. Hey, time for a break. Now, yeah, it has fast. been that long. And actually, uh, after break, uh, I won't uh, deviate too much because I know you're on a bit of a you know a bit of a run here. But Of sorts. Um, of sorts. Well, we've got a question in. Um, so, oh, sweet. Yes, yeah, so I'll chase that up in the meantime. So, all right, let's have a look. Oh, now I have a, I have a, um, a bit of a, I don't know, this is a test for me. This is a dating test right here. Now, if you hear this song, okay, and your hips don't move, you may be clinically dead. Okay? <laughs> Simple as that. It's Edge Radio Australia. It's time to beat it. Oh, only if you're alone. I, guess, I don't know. No, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry.
Edge Radio Australia. Oh, we're full of little treasures here. Of course, doing the all about relationships. Isn't that a nice little groove, mate? I tell you right now. Like it. You feeling? Okay, I had the Michael Jackson before. You know, we've got the, the hips moving. And then we just cruise out there. It's nice. It's nice. Um, a bit like your relationship, you know. You want to just, just, you know, it might, it might start with a bit of beat, okay, and a little mm-hmm. bit of, you know. That's it. Shaking and stuff. And as we get to a nice cruisy place, I'm just trying to save myself because I know where I was going <laughs> and I'm just trying to just, just to help me drive no, back. It, it sort of made sense. Oh, it made sense. It was a good analogy. You start off and everything's hectic and all over the place and then eventually everyone finds their groove and it's... Wayne, that's what I was, I was asking you to say 30 seconds ago, but okay, fine. No, no it was fun, you, fun you watching hung, you flounder. You hung me out there. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, so now uh, through the break there, we actually had a, a look at a a, um, a message that came through, which is fantastic. We had a, mm. a, an email about this um, with one of our uh, listeners. And now the question, right, well, shall I read it again? Should I read it or should we just go in straight into it? Yeah, go and read oh, it. Okay. All right, okay. Now. Even though I've had time to think about oh, it Oh, look, you need some thinking music. All right, let's have a look. So the question was, my partner works FIFO and I find myself constantly terrified that he is cheating on me. He shows no signs, but I can't shake my fear. What can I do? Okay. So this, uh, it's a woman that sent the question in. Yep. Aaron didn't mention that bit. No, I didn't. Now, the interesting thing about this mm. is I had the reverse situation. Okay. All right. Okay. So my second wife, mm-hmm. the one that was, I should say we, because we both contributed to it, the very right. toxic one, she was exceptionally insecure about about our relationship. If okay. I was alone with any woman for any period of time, mm-hmm. I was automatically doing something with her. If okay. I was talking to a woman at a distance from her, yep. I was doing something with her. So, uh, hey, Wayne, was she a bit of a... Uh-oh, don't look. Stacy. Where? Oh, God, I made eye contact. Psycho hose beast. Edge Radio. <laughs> oh god he's got one for every oh, situation why not why not sorry mate go on yeah here's me trying to keep it all serious <sighs> okay all right so, so you had the flip side mm. so i mean i relate very much because she would go through my computer she'd be going through my phone if i walked off with my phone somewhere she'd go why, why are you taking your phone oh and it was terrible because one thing i'd don't believe in is cheating on a partner. You no either way. sort the relationship out yep. or you end it. Spot on. And so I, I really feel for this lady that's in this situation, okay. even though I was on the receiving end of it. A lot of the time we may feel mm-hmm. that we don't have enough value to offer to a partner okay. and therefore they may seek that elsewhere. All right. All right. So my... Advice to this woman is, well, you can go a a number of ways with this. You can ask yourself, okay, if I project this five years into the future Mm -hmm. of me having all these concerns and suspicions and everything like that, even though there's no evidence whatsoever to support my my thoughts, what would be the outcome both for me Mm. and the quality of my relationship? Okay. And having been in that situation, I can tell you it's not good. Okay. All right, because I was reg- I could tell you some stories. You just go what? And the, I, I actually said to her once. She asked me about cheating, and I said, if ever I felt I wasn't getting something from you, yep. I would tell you and give you a chance to provide that to me before I sought it elsewhere. I think that's fair. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. So I never had to do that. Mm. 
I never felt the need to. Yep. And I certainly never felt the need to have an affair. Okay. When she started towards the end of the relationship, a part of me was almost like, almost feel like having one just so she can go, I knew it, I knew it. But that was just a stupid part of me doing that. So what I would say is think about the long-term impact of suspecting something that's not there. Mm -hmm. And also, as a counter side, think about, okay, what about if I just trusted him because I choose to? So there's no evidence. And, and this is one where a lot of people struggle with, with mm -hmm. trust. Okay. They go, how do I know I can trust them? And it's like, you, you don't. <laughs> trust is one of those things you give until someone chooses to betray it. Sure. Okay. All right? And you can choose to trust someone and they will make a decision because it is a decision mm. to betray that trust. And until that decision is made, you don't know if you can't trust them. Yeah, absolutely. All right. I mean, I just think that we've got so many people, particularly in WA, okay, so many FIFO, all right? Mm. This is just... Absolutely. It's a massive part of our culture here, right? Yep. Um, and I've got a lot of uh, friends, male and female, who work in those industries. And, yep. and like, it's... The, all the horror stories, I'm sure there's some out there kind of thing, but generally speaking, certainly from my experience, most people are, uh, are just too bloody tired anyway. Exactly. You know, there's work really hard. It's horrible and hot and they're working massive hours and all they're doing is, is just, um, there's just so much build up, I don't know, um, well, kind of excitement, quite frankly, to come home. You mm. know, they, they miss their family. So to me, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot so of it's unfounded. I, I would suggest have a think about if you kept pursuing that mm. thought of they're cheating, I just don't have proof, sure. and how crazy it'll drive you, and I can guarantee it will. Okay. And then the counter side of, okay, I'm just going to choose to trust them, and in the meantime, create the best environment for mm. a high-quality relationship. Because if you put the effort in, and this mm. man keeps coming home, and he yep. knows he's got a quality woman to come home to, if he then chooses to have an affair, that proves he's a complete and utter idiot. Well, that's exactly right. Because if, if a guy, and if I was working FIFO, and mm. I never would because I've never been a fan of it, but if I did... Yep. I know that when I came home, I would have a high-quality relationship of a woman who wants to spend time with me. She's happy mm. to look after me and yep. care for me, and I'm happy to spoil her. And therefore, I'd be excited to come home every time. Of course you would. Because, hey, I've got a brilliant woman yep. at home. So my suggestion to her would be create that environment so that when he comes home, mm. he's like, damn, I've got a good woman. Yeah, I like that. There you go. Yeah, okay. because then... He won't have any reason whatsoever. He'll happily hang out, even if yep. he's getting urges. He'll go, no, I'm saving it for that woman because she <laughs> deserves it. So it, that would be my suggestion yep. is to create the best possible environment so that a high-quality relationship can flourish. All right. Well, I'm going to throw an absolute curveball at you then. Go okay. for it. Why not? Seeing we're on the FIFO subject then, what about dating as a FIFO? Like, okay, like, you know, that must be difficult. You know, you try to establish a relationship within five days or six days or whatever, mm -hmm. okay, wherever the swing is. Um, like, do you get a lot of experience with that with your with your meetups and your speed dating and all different um, things that you're involved with? Before I answer that one, I had another thought pop into my head. Sure. I've spoken to lots of FIFO people and their relationships, mm -hmm. and I know that the divorce rate is higher within FIFO. Sure. And they're the people though, that more than normal people, I mean normal as in non-FIFO, sure. they need more than them 
the skills and the tools and the ability to create that high quality relationship okay. because what happens is a lot of these women it's usually the women mm. occasionally the men that are left behind to look after the kids yep all right so they have their their system kids get up sure. you drive them to school i go off and do this i come back I grab the kids I do, and they have this rhythm mm. and then suddenly after three weeks four weeks five weeks whatever this person comes in and totally disrupts yeah. your your rhythm yep. and it's like a, you know they're demanding stuff and they want to do things and it's just mayhem sure and even though you might love them it's like a, when are you going <laughs> back and if you've got really good communication skills and you're really well connected that becomes less challenging okay. and a lot of people don't have those skills that do FIFO so when they come home that tension is very palpable. Okay, well, let's use this opportunity then. This is something, let's just pretend that uh, you're a listener who's who's not listened to your shows before, okay? Mm -hmm. Okay, now, we often talk about the toolbox. Absolutely. Right? So can you just give us a little Reader's Digest version of what the toolbox is? Oh, the old condensed novel If you thing. could, yes. I yes. like it, I like <laughs> it. Good analogy. Okay, so one of the things, and this is a metaphor that I've used many times, and Aaron now knows it off by heart. Absolutely. Is... Many years ago, I had to chop down a tree. Now, this yep. is literal. I'm not sort of making this bit up. This is literal. I needed to chop down a tree that was about the size of my forearm. And the literally, the only tool I had was a hammer. So I took to this poor tree with this hammer, and I did get the tree cut down, but it took a lot of time. It was very messy. took a lot of energy. And, yeah, that poor tree did not look good at the end. I bet. It got chopped down, but it did not look good. <laughs> so... I now use that as an analogy, and a lot of people, they do the best they can with the tools they've got. Yes. So until they've got better tools, they're going to keep using shitty tools, mm -hmm. i.e. a hammer to chop down a tree. That's right. So the other uh, analogy or metaphor that I use is having a toolbox. Yep. So you go, okay, I've got this situation I need to deal with. I pull open the toolbox, and I look at my tools, and I say, okay, that tool's going to be best suited. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have that particular tool, you've got something else that will be just almost as good. Sure. So, you know, you might have a tomahawk or a chainsaw. Yep. So it's a, you know, chainsaw's not usable at the moment. I'll use the tomahawk. So it's one of those things where the better your toolbox, sure. the more tools you've got to choose from, the better your result. So do the work on yourself <laughs> to prepare your toolbox, basically. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Absolutely. Because no one else can use your toolbox and you can't use theirs. Fair. Well, I know I used to have a sticker on my toolbox and it said um, that uh, if you're looking for the guy who borrowed the tool from the top drawer, he's in the bottom drawer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. Well, people with their tools, we're very, very soft. Oh, oh, my. We God, hold yeah. them. Oh, yeah. The worst thing is hearts. when someone borrows it and they don't tell you oh. they've taken it and then you've got to go looking for it. That's frustrating. Yeah, that not, one. On, not on, mate. All right. Now. Okay, so on the FIFO thing, so basically you're saying, you know, just really prepare yourself on that toolbox, is that? Absolutely, mm. learn how to communicate, and communication is one of those skills where, sadly, these days, very lacking. Mm. Many people don't have that power of com uh, communication sure. and connection, because when we have our partners, yep. we need to have an environment where we can both speak openly, yep. honestly, with no fear of judgment, minimization, negation, or any of that sort of rubbish, mm -hmm. so that we can say what we need to say. It gets yeah. heard, yep. it gets acknowledged, and our partner can go, 
Oh, right. Okay, now I get what you're coming where you're coming from. Okay. Okay. And that goes both ways. And then you can bounce things around. You know, both know exactly how you feel, what's needed, etc. And then you can create that relationship that will withstand the FIFO. Yeah, okay, okay. Because distance can be a problem. I mean, oh, absolutely. look, a lot of people look in different countries for, for uh, a partner, for a, you know, a husband or a wife. Yeah, they look across the borders. And then I think to a big extent, FIFO is one of those things. I mean, sometimes I think you've got to look at love as an international thing. You've got to look for international love. I knew you were heading into a song. To miss the world all around the world. Oh, call the chiropractor with this one. Get low. Oh, I can, is it just my age? Even the song makes my back hurt. <laughs> in Edge Radio Australia, it is all about relationships. We've got Wayne, invert those commas, expert. Um, now, he's, his life's back on track. Um, it, it went off. It went off. Mm. Yes, um, which gives you all the credibility, mate. It does, because, you know, you're not one of these pretentious people. You're not a Dr. Phil. who oh, has. Oh. <laughs> don't get me started on that man. Oh, come on. Look, let's be honest. His wife is a lovely woman. I don't think I've seen an ounce of emotion from the last uh, 20 years of her life, because I don't think her face moves. <laughs> I'll tell you right now. I think that's where all Botox, I'll get it yet, Botox is kept. Mm. Uh, maybe they just farm her. I don't know. But anyway, anyway, it's good to be real. It's good to talk about the real subject. Mate, and we've got the 10 minute slide, in fact, nine minutes to slide home here. So, I'm gonna need your best advice. Um, what, what have you got for me? Yeah, what's, what, what's your thoughts? Okay, so going back to this FIFO thing, mm-hmm. only because it's so prevalent in not just our society, but I know people from other countries whose partners go and work in like Dubai and sure. the Arab Emirates. And all now, that didn't happen. Didn't happen at all. Nothing happened. Just everybody just uh, go back to what you were doing. Okay, as you were. As, as you were. were. <laughs> as you were. I slipped. So, yeah. Yes. So, I had a feeling that might have been the case because I couldn't see the relevance no, of that one. No, thinking no, about no, you. No. Yeah, mm. There you go. So, London Beat. Yeah, mm, good song. Crazy. Anyway, um, yeah, so there's lots of people all around mm. the world whose partners go off and work away. And it's not just people here in yep. Perth, uh, Western Australia, that fly no. up north. So, it's a very common thing and we almost need to have like a a lesson that people who employ FIFO people say to them look you're going to have these challenges here's a little course That's on how to idea. communicate actually yeah maybe we should <laughs> <laughs> Like but, it. but it is true, though. So it is true. one of the hardest things. And if you have those moments where when your partner comes home, you're like, oh, God, mm. they're back again. Mm. That's not good when it's someone that you're meant to love. Absolutely. You, don't, right? you love them. And, it's, and the hard thing is as well, because I've spoken to people that have survived doing FIFO. Yep. And they've come out the other end with their partners. And I've also met ones where they've split. And... The ones that manage to get through, mm. they get all the goodies and the money and they set themselves up. It does come at a bit of a cost it because does. they've then got to put in a lot of work yep. to build that relationship back Thoroughly up agree. because they didn't have the tools to keep it going while it was all happening. Mm-hmm. So if your partner's considering FIFO, mm. weigh it up very heavily and put the effort into building up your toolbox so that you can have that high-quality relationship because then you're going to reap the benefits of both. 
I like that because you know what? You might have a nice boat and a nice car and a lovely mm. house. And all, but end of the day, you could also have a very messy divorce, right? And and lose uh, it all. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> and, and, and you know, aren't you building that for your family? You know, exactly. To, and your family are the the people involved, obviously, in it, and you want to give them the very best. So give them the best of you, not just material things. Yeah. yeah. And the other good thing as well is if you put that effort in to mm. creating a relationship, if you've got kids, yep. your kids see that. So true. They see parents who prioritise each other. Yep. They prioritise the relationship mm-hmm. over everything else. Yep. yep. And then they then get to see proper tools being used so that they then go on to better relationships. Excellent. Excellent. Oh, well, very good advice. Um, I like to think that's, so. That's why you are the expert. <laughs> All right, now look, we've got a few minutes uh, left on the old show. So, is there anywhere a little tangent? Because let's face it, here's the problem, okay? And I must sort of uh, fess up to everybody during the breaks when the song's on, we're, we're having to listen to the tunes. But we also have a bit of a conversation or three, right? And we go off with some crazy tangents. Sometimes I Who'd tend have to thought? Think, I know. Sometimes I think I might just railroad the show a little bit. So, I'm, I'm going to give you the keys, mate. Come on, finish, finish strong. Finish strong. Damn okay. straight. So a lot of us, when we start off in relationships, mm-hmm. the quality of our relationship is dictated by how much we value ourselves. Yes. So if we believe that we deserve a high-quality relationship, yep. we will hold out that standard until we meet someone of that equal caliber, okay. and then we create that high-quality relationship. Yep. If we believe that we don't deserve a high-quality relationship, because there are people that a lot have that belief of that's as good as I'm going to get. I'm going to settle for that. Mm. All right. So yeah, if you have a, a self-esteem, self-worth, whatever word you want to use for it. Yep. If you have a, a low level of belief of the quality of a relationship you deserve, make sure to work on that first before you do anything. Because for me, I know I used to sort of feel that's what I deserved okay. until I went, you know what? I've put a lot of effort into me and I've become a pretty decent partner. Yep. I deserve a pretty decent partner Fair as call. well. Yep. So going out with that attitude led to me actually finding someone who was a, a decent partner. Yeah. And then together we've used the tools that I've developed and some, thankfully, the sensibility that she brought to the table and we've both created something really good because between us we created an environment where it was easy to choose being happy, being supported, it's being an loved. Important thing, mate. It's a yeah. very yeah. Look, I like the fact that you're you're saying about. See, okay, I can honestly say relationships. I've fallen into them, right? Like I haven't gone. There's never been a plan, you know. It's kind of like you look all right. There you go. There's your plan, right? right? You got one head. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Just well, sometimes that's not even the requirement, right? Anyway, <laughs> but, but I, I think that, and that has made me choose badly because you know, situation you kind of you meet someone, you think you know, there's a vibe, and you go with that. Mm. Um, actually going in and having um, – and, and I hate when people go, oh, red flag, red flag, this, that. I don't think go in with a shopping list, right? But I think going in with a bit of a plan of who you want for you mm. and, and who would – you know, not who you want for you. Who would suit you, right? Mm. That's a bigger thing, right? Because mm. who I would want in my life might not necessarily suit me. So, you know, these these and the template thing that you, you talk about, um, I'd love – one day we should do a video. I reckon we should get out Can there, do. yeah, and we'll get you with whiteboard, right? Okay, you can draw all sorts of things. Well, it wouldn't great. be the first time I've explained it. Yeah, exactly right. All right, mate, fantastic. Now, if we're out and about in the world, uh, and we think to ourselves, "Geez, I need a bit of advice. Um, I'm really getting this relationship thing very, very wrong." 
What do we do, mate? How do we get around that? Okay, how do I contact you? Well, you know, I keep saying, I'll just type into the internet, you know, these details and then I'll pop up. Yep. I've realised something recently. What's that? The internet's conspiring against me. Oh, no. Yes. In New Zealand, mm. there is now a mayor mm. in one of the towns, same name as me. Oh. So and my, I thought Wayne my, Brown's a very rare name. I, mean, I know, I so of... rare. Anyway, it pops up a couple of times for me, mm. and then there's heaps about this mayor in New Zealand, right. and there's a couple of football players that are – and it's just like, oh, for Pete's sake. Yeah. So I might have to start making my name a little more formal, you know, making it, you know, yeah. Wayne E. Brown or something like that, you know, to try and differentiate. Wayne Brown the fourth. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it. Awesome, mate. Well, hang on, but you want so, us to yeah, Wayne, the Wayne Brown Life yep. Back on Track. Yep. You'll get my website and all that sort of stuff. Yep. Uh, Wayne Brown, All About Relationships, you'll get the podcast. Fantastic, mate. Now, can you guess by any stretch of imagination what song we might be playing to play us out tonight? Mm. I, I just had a sudden glimpse of yeah. Wham. No. Oh. No, no. See, I was being sarcastic. I thought you were going to go, oh, gee, would it be London, Pete? But there you go. <laughs> Because I already, you know, I've got itchy fingers. I'm ready to go. Are you ready with that, mate? Okay, can you do Why this? Not? Why not indeed? Okay, I've been thinking about you. Probably the worst way to start a relationship, but there you go. <laughs> Getting a bit stalker there. It's Edge Radio Australia, all about relationships. Don't miss, of course, the replay on Sunday from... 2 p.m. Fantastic. And otherwise, every single week from 6 here on Edge Radio Australia.